This week on the podcast, a little nonprofit news for the week of May 17th. I've got Nick, I've got Carisha, I've got news. So let's get into it. Nick, what do we have on our At A Glance? Sure. Our first story is one that was custom made for you, George. The founder of the cryptocurrency Ethereum has announced that he has donated approximately $1 billion of the meme coin Shiba Inu to nonprofit organizations battling COVID-19 in India. You heard every part of that sentence correctly. $1 billion in meme coin to India. Um, Quite remarkable. Uh, And this announcement comes at an interesting moment as philanthropists are increasingly taking up cryptocurrency and dispersing the digital coins to nonprofits. Um, And while the volatility of cryptocurrency raises questions about donations and, you know, these things fluctuate in value so dramatically, I think that the takeaway here is that nonprofits should really pay increasing attention to this trend as cryptocurrency in general goes mainstream. Not even just big philanthropists, but individuals are investing more and more. I think what was amusing to me, um, many things here, but also as you go through that sentence, you're like, I understood every third word, but I definitely understood billion. That sounds right. Some nuance here is that, you know, this, this individual is already like incredibly wealthy as the founder of Ethereum, a major player in cryptocurrency and this like joke coin, many joke coins called meme coins are coming out right now because they're sort of playing like, oh, I can do what Dogecoin is doing too, which has recently gone um, and on its way to the moon, all jokes aside, is quite literally a massive amount of money. Uh, but the the nuance here actually is that the, the organization, the nonprofit that got this donation was ready with a wallet. Like they had the capability of receiving. And that's what Nick is getting at, right? Like, oh, they got so lucky. Remember, luck is opportunity plus preparation. And so if you are not even prepared to get lucky, especially if you are an organization playing in major news cycle adjacent uh, causes and themes, like you may want to bump that up in priority. Now, the the other nuance here is that the Shiba Inu coin, while it, they have a billion dollars in it, it was actually gifted to, follow me, um, it was gifted to him, uh, Vitalik, and he was just like, I don't want this, but I'm just going to give it to a cause because it was done as like a marketing stunt. So he's like, I don't know, here, let's give it to a great cause. Now, the thing is, if that nonprofit... <laughs> dumps all of that Shiba coin, uh, Shiba coin immediately, it's actually not going to be able to get that value because of the supply and demand. It'll actually tank the currency. So they're now in this awkward place of holding on to a billion dollars of paper money that they'll have to carefully manage and sell. But that um, it is interesting. It's an interesting world. And that's, you know, this is not a, an outlier. This is going to be something that uh, we find and see a little bit more. For sure. Something to keep an eye on. Something else that we should... That's your tagline. Something to keep, something an, to keep eye an eye on. I'm always on the lookout. <laughs> something to keep an eye on. You have an eye on a lot of stuff. I do. I love it. Um, our next story is about a broader trend in the sector. And the headline here is that nonprofit jobs report shows a net increase in jobs, but less significant growth overall. Let me dive in. Um, 
So in April, according to a report based on data from the Center for Civil Society Studies at Johns Hopkins, that nonprofit job growth slowed in April. So while the overall number of jobs increased, the rate at which they increased pretty dramatically slowed. Um, and it turns out that the sector of art, entertainment, and recreation-oriented nonprofit jobs grew the most at 12%. That makes sense. Things are opening up. It's getting a little bit warmer. Um, the flip side of that is education and healthcare sectors actually lost a small percentage of jobs. Um, so just something to keep an eye on. I'll point out that these numbers actually fairly well mirror the trends that we're seeing in the broader economy across all different sectors, not only nonprofit, for what was a fairly disappointing April jobs report, but um, something to keep an eye on. We hope this increases, but I think it. the takeaway here is that the gains and losses are not going to be equal. Certain types of nonprofits are going to be hit harder and able to rebound less quickly just as with similar sectors in the economy. And right now we're seeing this really unequal growth in kind of economic output. Yeah, to put a high cap on this, they're estimating it's about 18 months before we return to pre-pandemic employment numbers in the sector. And, you know, Nick's point has noted that it may not be the same type of jobs, the type of organization needs have shifted as a result of remote, as a result of programs being uh, adjusted to reach uh, an audience that may be, frankly, uh, reached more online. And so the, the types of jobs in there are, are certainly going to be varied. Great seeing arts and entertainment and recreation start to pop up uh, too, though. And it's time to feed the whales with a quick ad about Whole Whale University. This is our best online content packaged in courses. We're talking SEO, content marketing, Google ad grants, cybersecurity, and tons of webinars and other templates for you to use. You can buy them individually or as an annual subscription. Uh, we really put our best work in here. And if you're interested in the topics in this podcast that we tend to cover, we go a mile deep with these courses. That's wholewhale.com slash university. Grisha, summaries. What do we yeah, have? I can go down our list of headlines. Um, our, first, our first headline reads, blood donors need needed as regional supply hits a critical shortage. And this is coming from the Daily News, specifically in the Pacific Northwest. Um, and they're finding that Bloodworks, which is a blood bank organization that, store, that stores and ships um, about 95% of blood uh, throughout Pacific Northwest hospitals is reaching a really critical low. They're finding that they are on hand only having about 24 hours worth of blood supply um, at its you know, lowest peak. Um, they're really encouraging people to you know, continue to donate blood, but really this is coming from um, people trying to be safe within quarantine and finding new ways to get that blood safely by appointment. And also some misinformation around whether you can uh, donate your blood with a COVID vaccine or a COVID um, diagnosis. They're seeing about a 27% no-show rate in the last couple of weeks, which is pretty hard considering that you have to donate blood on an appointment basis. Um, so they're just really trying to uh, urge hospitals to really conserve on blood where they can and um, to encourage people to cancel their appointments if they can't make it um, in hopes that they could get someone who would show up. Um, but really, again, I think showing up in the wake of some of COVID uh, effects. 
And this is just one story of many that actually we've been seeing with regard to blood donations because they're now sort of asking around about the the vaccination level. So the question is like, have you been fully vaccinated and giving blood? Uh, and that's causing a, a lag on on supplies. Yeah, hopefully we can get some more concrete information and people know exactly who um, and where to donate blood. Because um, 24 hours is really a little bit considering they uh, supply about 95% of the hospitals in their area. Our next headline reads, Kane County paid 48, I'm so bad at reading numbers, 483,000 <laughs> to nonprofit fighting Biden conservation plan. Um, and this is coming um, from the Salt Lake Tribune. They're citing that uh, an organization named um, the American Stewards for Liberation um, is kind of against this 501c3 is against Biden's new plan um, for conserving uh, the environment, really planting as many trees as possible by 2030. Um, and it gets a little sticky because 501c3s is part of their IRS certification, um, can't really have too much of a hand in political lobbying um, and things of that nature. So a bit of a sticky situation um, in terms of the role that they're playing um, and how they're getting involved in the politics of it. Yeah, I mean, the IRS classification, if you are going to be receiving money, it must be for the public benefit and not be used for lobbying, lobbying activities. And when you blatantly go out there and raise money and frankly don't have to pay taxes, you got a big issue. Um, we already have uh, enough of a headache with super PACs and the gray money there. But uh, yeah, I don't think if you're fighting the planting of trees and direct public policy uh, that you deserve a break in your taxes. Um, you know, get what you want, but don't don't take taxpayer money uh, on the uh, on the IRS uh, classification of 501c3. And brought to you by George's ongoing public service announcement that just because you have a 501c3 does not mean you are doing good things. Yeah, and they're fighting your your favorite cause, George, planting trees. <laughs> I um, I'll stop because this is a family show. Because that <laughs> angers me. Um, yeah, hopefully we can we can get some more trees out there. They're not only good for the environment, but they make everything look pretty. Our next headline: Nike and Crisis Text Line pair up for a mental health partnership. Um, and this article comes from WellAndGood.com. Nike is partnering with Crisis Text Line um, to provide more mental health support for those um, working in the pandemic. Um, and kind of the mental health effects of that, you know, people are working, they're losing their jobs, and we're seeing heightened feelings of anxiety, depression, um, and stress, and even xenophobia, according to a 2020 study. So again, Nike is pairing up with Crisis Text Line, you can text strong to 741741. Um, and they'll pair you with a trained volunteer crisis counselor um, to help you work through um, whatever feelings you may be going through. I think what's great about this too, is the branding of um, strong, right? They, they talk about strong as a physical condition that you work toward and strive on. And they're trying with Nike texting strong to 741741 to really get it out there. It's like, not just when you're in crisis, but also as a natural part of their day-to-day -day lives when they need support, um, quoting the, uh, the crisis text line chief transformation officer. So that kind of nuanced branding was like, Hey, guess what? You know, help actually is not going to the emergency room it's paying attention upstream uh, to that. I also have to note that Crisis Text Line was a former client of Whole Whales, just in disclosure, and disclosed that this is freaking awesome. Nice job, Nike. <laughs> Great disclosures. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, our next headline and our final headline reads, Gates Foundation Gets Oxygen to India. Um, pretty short article, but the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has teamed up with two Chicago financial groups to channel $5.5 million into efforts by Seattle-based nonprofit um, to bring oxygen to COVID-19 patients in India. Um, it's a really great work. Yeah, here. just without like the chaos going around and you hear about the, the divorce ugliness, I think it's important to note there's still a foundation out there saving lives, working incredibly hard on uh, vaccine adoption, on fighting COVID uh, globally. So it's good to see that work getting done, um, despite the majority of things that, um, forgive the pun, but are taking up the oxygen in the news cycle. This dad joke brought to you by a dad who's got a sick kid and is a little bit tired. But I think I, I, think I landed that one. All right. Is there anything in the resources that we want to touch on? No. All right. On to feel good stories. Nick, what do we have? I got a good one for you, George. This comes um, out of Las Vegas, the great state of Nevada. And this is about a kid whose family recently welcomed a um, foster son into their home. And when he arrived, they found out that he really didn't have um, a whole lot of possessions or or clothes and and was really kind of lacking in some of those basic necessities. So this kid with his new um, foster foster brother, if you were, um, went in and began a little nonprofit entrepreneurial operation to um, get kids in the foster system duffel bags filled with clothes and basic necessities. And um, over time, they're actually able to contribute over... uh, these bags to over 2000 kids doing real good for, for folks in that community. Um, and this kid's even talking about pop-up shops specifically geared towards folks within the foster care system. And just another great story showing that, um, the young and the youthful have such a great entrepreneurial and kind of like social awareness to, to do these awesome things. And I, I love stories like this. It's a good reminder to pay attention to the people in the system, their experiences to find those types of, um, you know, potential programs that wouldn't necessarily show up on a, like a Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You're like, oh, no, we got the shelter, we got the food. And, but like these small things, if you think about ownership and the displacement uh, impact on young people in the system, uh, something like that could could make a, a real difference. But you miss that when you're just looking at a, a, a top-down infrastructure. So great story. Also a great perspective to hold up when you're looking at the programs that you're implementing. Nonprofitnewsfeed.com is where you can get weekly emails with all the links. Thanks as always, Nick and Carisha for talking through the summaries. Thanks, George. Thanks, George. This has been Using the Whole Whale podcast. If you want to keep learning more about these topics and others, head on over to wholewhale.com slash university to keep learning with us. Thanks as always to Greg Thomas music.org for his tunes that underwrite our tracks. They're fantastic. Hope you're doing well, Greg. And just a reminder, subscribes really help us on any platform that you listen to us on. Please give a thought to click and subscribe and maybe even a comment because we like hearing from you. 